hope the great man's up and about. He'll be up. Uh, about for hours, Zorba. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Zorb's Where there. have you been? Where have you been, Zorb? I've been here waiting. I've been <laughs> talking to the lovely Tanya and checking my notes and going through what's going to happen today. And what a round one so far. Who would believe that both... Both last year's grand finals would be knocked over in uh, in an exciting round one where mm. a couple of sellout crowds, great weather, exciting football. It's back, boys. Zorba, I was at Brookie yesterday, most impressed with Manly. Not so much the Bulldogs. I thought they were very poor. Manly's defence really muscled up, though. Mm. Yeah, Manly's defence is so much better, Bulldog, and they're so much fitter. And um, there's so much to like, really, about that 30... 30- one to six demolition of the Bulldogs out of sold out four pines at Brookie. I questioned Manly's fitness last season um, for all of the season when they fell in a heap at the back end of a lot of games. They showed in the heat yesterday that fitness won't be an issue this season. All eyes in the rugby league world were on Manly fullback Tommy Turbo and he came through the test really well. And as if on cue, he scored the first try and he negotiated his way through his comeback game Sensibly, I thought. He didn't try and overplay it. He was there when he needed to be. And I think that'll do his confidence a world of good. A great start for the new coach, Anthony Seabold. And um, his assistants, good vibes coming out of the club. Uh, I sat with the godfather, Ken Arperson, to watch the game. And Sir Graham Lowe, the former coach of Manly, who's, who was over here for the uh, opening game uh, um, as a salute to um, the way the club's rebuilding again. And um, I thought it was a, um, a terrific start for them, as you said. Not go, not so good for the Bulldogs. I thought their skipper Reed Marnie, though he was he was mammoth yesterday. He played his heart out in the heat, and um, he was a long way their best player. I thought uh, uh, I thought Viliami Kikau in his debut for the um, uh, for the Bulldogs was uh, completely um, nullified uh, by the Manly defence who were all over him. Um, he didn't look to be as uh, as fit as we've seen him in in previous seasons, but. He'll get better once he gets used to the side. So, uh, um, interesting days mm. there yesterday. Yeah, good start for Manly. Not so good for the Dogs. South Sydney and Cronulla last night. Terrific game of football. But, gee, South, they got a lot going from this year's orb. Well, they're my pick and uh, mm. I like them. I, I, I like them a lot. Uh, there's some suggestion that um, Latrell Mitchell may have a knee injury. We'll, we'll monitor that. But 27-18 win over a, a, a gutsy Cronulla. Um, you know, without their captain and inspiration and um, Delhi M Player of the Year, Nico Hines, I thought they um, they really um, they really did well last yeah. night and um, pushed South for uh, for most of the game. But um, it um, it was a good win by South Sydney and um, they thoroughly deserved it. Up in Townsville, the Cowboys, after leading eighteen nil, scraped in um, from a uh, Townsend field goal uh, to beat Canberra nineteen eighteen in a in a thriller up there. Canberra came back really strongly and had chances to win that game but couldn't ice it. Um, so a good good win for the Cowboys first up and that'll be a big game for them and the Broncos. And the Broncos beating the um, uh, the two-time Premiers. Um, I'm sure they didn't know whether to laugh or cry because Wayne Bennett, as I suggested last week, has declared war on the Broncos and um, they wouldn't know whether to laugh or cry. The Broncos... Uh, club or their fans because Herbie Farnworth was yeah. brilliant. He scored two great tries. He's outstanding. In the game. He's leaving yeah. the club next year for Bennett's Dolphins. And um, um, we suggested last week that um, 
Thomas Flegler would follow, and he did a couple of days later. The Brisbane rivalry is a replica of the uh, of the South Seas War in Sydney, and it hasn't even started yet between the Broncos and the Dolphins. I think it's good for the game, but I understand Wayne Bennett isn't finished yet. He has a memory of um, how he was dumped by the Broncos, and he's not going to forget any time soon. Zorba, the Kalen Ponga, mm. HIA drama. It's a story that's developing. Ricky Stewart's joined in. Cameron Serraldo's joined in. Wayne Bennett has joined in, all suggesting that we don't need the independent doctor and it should go back to the club doctor to make decisions on players coming from the field with concussion. Do you agree? No, I don't. I agree with um, the NRL. I think they're covering all bases. Much has been made of Caelan Ponga's HIA independent um, from an independent doctor. The NRL are going to review the independent doctor's decision to remove Caelan Ponga from the field in that game. Um, And he wasn't happy, Caelan. He was furious when he was told he was off. Now, the NRL's independent doctor was flown to Wellington and he reviewed the foot footage from a truck outside the venue at Sky Stadium. Uh, it's their protocol to send a medical officer to venues that are not generally used. So that's the reason why he was in a truck outside the ground. But I can't, for the life of me, believe that the players are blowing up. It's their welfare that the NRL has got at heart. We've got a major issue with concussions in our game and the subsequent effects it can have on players in their retirement days. I can't believe that a player like Ponga, who I might remind everyone, finished last season early because of constant knocks to the head and he didn't play the last part of the season because of concussion issues. Mm. Obviously, the NRL are going to be more concerned about a player like Caelan Ponga who has a history of head knocks and they want to protect the player I don't think they can be criticised for that in any way. But the club doctors could do that, Zorba, still. I mean, the club doctors... The club doctors can do it, but I don't think it's any problem having another doctor on hand to to rule on it as well. Yeah, Gary from Newcastle said maybe if Ponga didn't try and milk the penalty, he wouldn't have got pulled. Well, look, it was clearly shown that his head hit the knee a big Adam for Noah Blake. Mm-hmm. Uh, whilst he's got a headgear on, you know, he still gets concussed, as, we, as he showed last year. So uh, I think it's a storm in a teacup. I mm. applaud the NRL. And I think that um, I think the coaches should stop being so self-centred and worry about their the, the welfare of their players. Fair enough, yeah. Zorba Penrith, they lost the World Club Challenge narrowly. They lost to the Broncos narrowly. Any reason why there should be concerns out there at the moment? Well, they'll be concerned because they're not used to losing and they've lost two games at home, albeit by, um, you know, one point, both those games, two one-point losses at home in succession. Um, if they'd have won those games, we probably wouldn't be discussing what we're discussing now. But um, is it enough to write off Penrith's three-peat challenge? I don't think so. Um, sure, they're missing the special case, Kick-Owl and Coruscant, really evident on Friday's 13-12 loss to the Broncos. And the player missing his breakfast cereal the most is Jerome Luolai. Um, he's not the same player without those two players in the side. On form, shows shown so far. He's got to develop a, um, a, a better understanding. And we've seen some photos of him today in, um, in uh, a rather aggressive um, 
photos with a teammate, um, Jaden Salmon, yeah. on, on on Friday night. Um, uh, look, the Panthers don't have to wait long for a chance at redemption. That's the great thing about our game. Latrell Mitchell, Cody Walker, Damien Cook, Cameron Murray, and Co will be on the team bus up to uh, Bluebet Stadium and ready to go on Thursday night. Um, they then get a buy in round three, which might be a welcome relief for the Panthers. But I'm not going to write them off, but they've got a real test next Thursday mm. night. And Raymond, uh, not too many wins in your household for the <laughs> weekend of the Premiership. Well, Parramatta lost, Panthers lost, the Kings lost game yeah, one. Yeah, but of the... George had a buy. Yeah, no, it's St. George one. <laughs> Kings lost game one of the of the um, NBL Grand Finals series as well, too, at home. So that's not good. They play the Breakers in New Zealand at 4 p.m. today. Hey, Zorb, you'll be watching both of these games. 4.05 p.m. Dolphins versus the Roosters. Head-to-head at 6.20 the Dolphins, twelve the Roosters. Then the 6.15 p.m. game, West Tigers against the Gold Coast Titans. Head-to-head, the Tigers are $1.58, Titans two forty. How are we looking at these two, Zorb? Well, the Dolphins-Roosters game, it has a lot of significance for real fans of rugby league. The game will honour one of its greatest players and characters in Arthur Beeson today, when the clubs he started and played the most games for clash at Suncorp Stadium. Now, Redford Dolphins was where the former postie from Roma was signed by Balmain in 1965 as a centre quarter. Now, Beeson played 74 games for the Tigers, 131 for the Roosters, 16 for Parramatta. Now, he's remembered as a great Queenslander. But I'll remind everyone today that Artie only played three games for the Maroons, including that first State of Origin game. He played 18 times for New South Wales. And that's the reason why State of Origin was formed, because New South Wales, loaded up with ex-Queensland players, were beating the the tripe out of the Queenslanders, and it was a no contest. So they introduced State of Origin, and the legend was born, with Beetson covered in Vaseline on his jersey uh, from his hands, let out the Queenslanders. Now, Beetson's family will be honoured at today's game. Uh, Well, Arthur will be honoured, but his sons, Brad and Christian, will be there. Great player, great bloke, a real character of the game. I remember in um, around about 71, Don Ferner, the coach of the Roosters at the time, pushed Artie through Centennial Park every day. And um, on the 82 Kangaroo Tour, I I took a group away with Artie and um, I remember driving from Edinburgh to Leeds for a test match in a hired BMW uh, with um, his old mate, Laurie Nichols, a great Balmain supporter mm. who many will remember. He's the guy that used to do the shadow boxing with yeah, former Shearer. <laughs> You'll remember him um, well, um, Bulldog. Mm. We are a singlet in a freezing cold England. He used to uh, live up yeah. in uh, Springwood. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, he did. And he had sayings for every player. And one of his favourites, and Arthur Beetson was known for his um, eating habits, Artie Beetson was always, Artie Beetson, he picks them up and he eats them. He, uh, <laughs> he listened and called, called in most weekends, Artie, to, um, to the programs on Rugby League while he was driving around New South Wales and Queensland looking for talent for the Roosters. So, great day up there. I don't think the Dolphins will win. I think the Roosters will cover that start and, um, and give them a um, uh, not-so-warm welcome to the, uh, to the NRL. And I'm tipping an upset. Uh, okay. Probably the only person around tipping the Titans to beat the West Tigers at Leichhardt Oval. 
Um, it'll be a cauldron for the Titans to go into. I think they're well prepared. I think they're a better side than last year. And I, I'm still, the jury's out for me for the West Tigers and will be until I see some consistency. So Roosters all up Titans for me today. Good on you, Saul. Thanks, Saul. Thanks so much. We'll talk next week. See you, boys. There's Peter Peters talking all things NRL. We'll take a quick break. Dino, listening to the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend.